0: everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Teddy. My name is Teddy Parsons, your host and continued agitator for the next 30 minutes or so. I am so happy that you are joining us today as we have Real Talk with real people. On this episode, I am really excited to welcome Nikki Thompson-Fraser. She's the founder and owner of Sweet Encounter Bakery and Cafe, which is located here in downtown Lansing, Michigan. Hi, Nikki. Welcome to the podcast. How are you?
1: I am good. How are you doing today?
0: I am doing great, and I'm so excited that you're here. So, Nikki, can you please share with our listeners who you are and what we need to know about you?
1: Yes. So, I am Nikki thompson Frazier. I own Sweet Encounter Bakery, located here in downtown Lansing, Michigan. And I started this business because both of my girls have food allergies. So, everything we do is complete. Completely gluten free and absolutely amazing, and I was able to master creating gluten free treats and eats that do not compromise taste, texture, and flavor.
0: I also want our listeners to know you're still located in the historic Naps building, correct?
1: We are located in the historic Naps building. Yes. Awesome. And then,
0: Nikki, I'm curious, when you did you have any background in uh? Food creation, I don't know what they call that, people who create the foods, but did you have any background in that prior to this?
1: So, no, I do not have a culinary background. I'm not a, you know, uh, licensed, not licensed, but I should say trained, a trained pastry chef. However, I have always loved to bake and to cook. And so when I found out my girls had food allergies, I was a little distraught. And I called a friend thinking I was going to have a pity party. And she basically told me to put, put on my big girl panties and figure it out. So That's it. That's it. I stopped wallowing in my self-pity, got in the kitchen and started figuring it out. But she said, if anybody can make gluten-free taste good, it's you. Because she knew how much I enjoyed cooking and baking and how delicious it was normally. So she said, you can figure it out. So go figure it out.
0: Yeah, and you definitely did that. We're going to talk more about the menus, everything. So, also, I really am grateful that you shared your information. We're going to be sure to list all of your contact information under today's episode narrative. Excuse me. So, Nikki, can you please share with us how your journey started? You it mentioned your daughters. On your website, you share the story of how your two daughters have food allergies. Was this the catalyst for how you created an open suite and Counter Baker and Cafe, or was there something else that was leading it as well?
1: They were the only catalyst, honestly. Well, I, other than the fact that I did relocate to Michigan, at the same time, I was trying to figure out what to feed them. And I relocated because my husband took a job at Michigan State. And so here I was like, what do I do with my life? So it really was a great kind of crossroads of, hey, I have this great talent and skill. I want to share with other people because I'm helping my kids and it's working. And then also, hey, what do I do for work? Because I just moved to a new place because of my husband's career. So um, it really was kind of like that perfect storm. But really the main um, catalysts were my daughters. I feel like people know as moms, as parents, we do our best to, you know, make sure our kids have everything they need. And so they really were the spark.
0: Okay. So, Nikki, I'm curious then, when you moved here and you decided to do this, did you find the entrepreneurial ecosystem challenging or actually pretty easy here in Lansing?
1: Honestly, I found it pretty easy. I was able to tap into the ecosystem really easily. So I got connected with the Small Business Association here. They were extremely helpful. They got me connected to the, li- uh, the local Lansing Library, Capital, Area, Capital uh, Area District Libraries, as well as MSU Libraries, do a lot of research, market research, understanding my market, understanding what I was doing a lot of the competitions that I competed in, I had to have a business plan. So I had tons of resources available to me and people willing to help. And then I also got connected to Michigan Women's Forward. I got connected with LEAP and some other organizations in the community that were really pro-helping small businesses. And so those those organizations really helped me um, catapult forward.
0: Awesome, and thanks for sharing that information. So Nikki, I think most people know you for your scrumptious desserts, but you also offer breakfast and lunch. Can you please uh, tell us more about this?
1: Yes, so underneath our logo, it says Bakery Cafe classes. So we offer eats, treats, and cooking classes. So we do have breakfast quiches in the morning, breakfast sandwiches for lunch. You can come in and get soup and sandwiches, or you can get our mac and cheese. Everything is gluten-free. And people always ask that question. So even the bread, we're like, everything in our facility is completely gluten-free. So we pride ourselves on being able to offer an inclusive dining experience where people can really be able to come in and dine with their friends, with their families, and not have to worry about cross-contact or issues with getting sick.
0: Okay. So Nikki, I want to ask, because um, I am not a person who experiences any food allergies, so our listeners know gluten free does not mean vegetarian or vegan correct
1: That is correct gluten free does not mean vegetarian or vegan gluten free is it's so in our flour there is a gluten protein um a wheat protein actually so gluten includes wheat rye um barley so those kind of things are included so if you have like a malt liquor or something like that it usually has malt in it so malt is a gluten Um, so any of those things basically it's a protein that's found in those items that causes people to have a reaction and or it can affect them if they have celiac disease so some people just have an allergy like my kids some people actually have the disease that really affects their body and their immune system when they're exposed to that um, protein.
0: That is fascinating. Thanks for sharing that. So, uh, Nikki, what's been the most difficult part of your journey so far as you work to get the business up and running? Did you ever have some moments where you're like, this is really frustrating?
1: Yes, I had frustrating moments indeed. I think the biggest thing for me that people didn't tell me as I was starting this business is making sure that I have strong uh, standard operating procedures and things written down and documented as I grow my team. So when you bring people on, you have to train them and teach them how to do things like you do them or you did them so that it can be easily replicated. And oh. so will give you a lot of information about managing your finances, which is important, about uh, marketing and all of these great things that are important to a business. But if you are a business where you are employing a team, or even if you're not, you really should have all of your standard operating procedures documented. Uh, I read this book and the lady says you need to systematize your genius. And that's exactly what you need to do. You need to actually have systems in place So everything is not in your head, but it's actually written down and it's systematized so that anybody can come after you and do it that exact same way to replicate it. Because you don't want to have to do everything in your business, right? Because you're going to run yourself crazy. And so I think that was a piece of information that was lacking for me. And it was challenging because as I got into the throes and our business is booming and we're hiring lots of people, we didn't really have good systems. And so I had to go back and kind of put those in place. But I wish I knew that as I was building, because I would have been building that into my business as I went along versus kind of as things are in a frenzy and then having to put those things in place.
0: Okay, so I am officially putting it on record here that I'm stealing that line you said, systematize your genius. I love that. So that is awesome. <laughs> okay. So what was your biggest aha moment beyond the standard operating procedures? What was an aha moment where you finally said, you know what, this is coming together and it's going to be awesome? How
1: My aha moment was when we had our uh, our ribbon cutting We had our ribbon cutting. It was about two weeks after we had our grand opening. We had our official ribbon cutting. And we had lines out the door. We had so many people who came and supported us. It was amazing to see. And then from that, we consistently had people. So that was my aha moment was that day, like there's people in this community that believe in our brand, that believe in our products, and they want to see us succeed. And so I hold on to that on days when it's challenging. I hold on to that when there's days when we have low sales, because I always know that at the end of the day, I do have a community of people who love the brand, who are supporting it, and um, we're doing something good.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm going way off script here because it's making me think Yeah, when you're talking about the lines out the door, which I'm not surprised at all. Do you offer a membership program where someone buys ten of something, they get the eleventh one free? Is that something Sweet Encounter does? We
1: do have a loyalty program. We are, uh, we basically, it's for every um, one hundred dollars you spend, you get five dollars off. So it's basically five percent back. So okay. every time That's you spend awesome. one hundred dollars in our store, you automatically get a coupon generated to your email or either to your phone, and you can come in and use that at any time.
0: That is awesome. Okay. So, Nikki, do you have any plans to expand the business, perhaps opening other locations like uh, West Michigan, maybe Traverse
1: City? So we have considered franchising. Initially, when I started this business, my primary goal was to franchise and become one of the first gluten-free franchise bakery cafes in the country. However, now we are shifting to doing more e-commerce and we're super excited about it. And what I've realized is that, through the pandemic, honestly, is that we can ship our items to people and they can get them delivered right to their door. So we may eventually have a second, third, fourth location, but right now, this year, our primary focus is e-commerce and we have been knocking it out the park with our e-commerce. So right now we ship cupcakes in a jar and we ship them all over the country. And it's been exciting to see the videos of people opening their boxes and sharing their experience. And we just love that now more people can have a sweet encounter.
0: Okay, so Nikki, how long before we see you on either HSN or QVC?
1: <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> so, maybe even this year. Let's put that out into the universe right? Um, Hopefully we'll see see Oprah soon too. I always have to tell everyone that. So we created a cupcake called, um, the color purple and, uh, my brand color. So if anybody goes online and looks at my brand, you'll see it is purple. Purple is my favorite color. Interestingly, the color purple movie is my favorite movie. So when it came out last year, I knew I wanted to commemorate my love for purple and love for the movie in a special way. So we created the purple velvet cupcake in a jar, which is basically the color purple cupcake. And it has been flying off the shelf. We've had Oscar nominee, Daniel Brooks, who played Sophia in the color purple, which Oprah played it originally. She tried our cupcakes in a jar and she said they were busting, which busting means good, by the way. It's one of those young words. So I'm learning myself, too. And then we also had Tabitha Brown try our vegan purple velvet cupcake in a jar, which, again, is the color purple cupcake. And she loved it as well. And we have gone viral, like I said, which has been a good thing for our business. So we're just waiting for Oprah to try it next.
0: I love it. So what you're telling us is Sweet Encounter has gone Hollywood. So that is awesome.
1: That (laughs) is awesome.
0: It is. Okay, so Nikki, I'm going to kind of put you in the hot seat here. What is your number one go-to favorite thing at Sweet Encounter? What do you like best? What is your top recommendation for others?
1: Oh, that's good. So I love our peach cobbler cupcake. I think it's unique. It's different. It's not something you see at most places. It's something that we created ourselves. So it's a vanilla cake um, with cream cheese frosting. We actually make the peach cobbler filling. It goes on top of the Um, frosting and then you actually get a real piece of pie crust and it is like cinnamon sugary good buttery too and a nice crisp to it it's so delicious so that is one of my favorites and I'm proud of it because it's something that we created ourselves
0: yeah now mine personally is um, your carrot cake and brownies the brownies especially are off the chain Um, for our listeners uh, you have got to check out the gallery on Nikki's website. I really think, Nikki, you designed that subliminally because when you look at it, your mouse starts to drool. And I think it's made so you want to get down there or order something. So, uh, and we're going to make sure that we put that website address again, it will be included with today's episode narrative. So, I have to tell you while I was doing my research. I really liked your event packages. Those are so cool. Uh, they look like a great addition to a birthday party or any type of celebration, really. What is the most requested event package that you have or offer?
1: Yes, yeah, so like I said, we do, like you mentioned, we do do the cooking classes and birthday party classes as well. And people love them. So our two most requested, i give you two. One is our... Um, cake decorating class. People love the cake decorating. So they get to come in. We have a party. They get the party hats, all of that. And they get to, every person gets to decorate their own cakes. They learn how to do cake decorating, all of that. It's so much fun. Our other one that we do is our, um, it's called our, oh gosh, why did I just forget? You can edit this. Um, Oh, my goodness. Why is it oh our other one is called um mystery box yes okay our other one is our mystery box competition so the mystery box competition is like a top chef type of competition and each of the participants at party they get a mystery box and it has different ingredients in it and they have to create an appetizer a main dish and a dessert using all of the ingredients in the box And we have kids as young as 12 who do these classes and love it. It's one of their favorite birthday parties ever. And I mean, of course, you can imagine, right? Because they get so excited because they get to create these things. Of course, they give them some guidance and things like that. But you'll be amazed what they come up with. And also, it actually tastes good, too. So it's really impressive. And it builds their self-esteem and their confidence. And so people don't realize how important cooking really is. One, it teaches them a skill. But two, they are conf they build their confidence because when they make it, they are so proud of themselves and they want to share it with their family and friends. And so you can't I guess there's no way to explain that emotion that you are you're able to provide to the kids because they take ownership in what they do and it's exciting to see.
0: That is so incredible. You know, I is I was looking, I really love the tea party one. Um, Is that a popular one as well?
1: Yes, the tea party is a popular one. It's so sweet. We usually get mom and daughters. We've also even had like like grown mother and daughter couples that come and do the class. And it's so sweet to see because you get to make scones and lemon curd. And then we get to sit down and we have it nicely decorated in the cafe. And they enjoy a tea party, a royal tea party. And it's so much fun. We have music and it's just the ambiance is really great. And again, they get to make some items, but then they get to sit down and they get to enjoy it and have an official tea party.
0: I love that. And again, for our listeners, you can find all these great packages on Nikki's website. So Nikki, I'm curious as we're talking, do you offer adult themed classes, for example, uh, and I'm not encouraging people to drink, but like if uh, just for 21 and over, like maybe uh, the cake decorating, but it comes with a glass of wine. Is that anything you offer?
1: So we do offer where you can bring your own bottle so byob to our classes of course you have to be 21 but that is uh in michigan you're allowed to do that so if you've ever done like pottery classes or if you've done like painting with the twist something like that where you can bring in your own wine we're allowed to do that too because it's a private subscription where you pay to a ticketed event it's not open to the public so people are allowed to do that and people do so our adult cooking classes, people do. We had a Valentine's Day cooking class recently, and people brought in wine to share. After they made their items, we have a big table, and everyone sits down, and they get to enjoy um, with the person that they brought. Uh, also, we do have a five-course dinner that we do, and we do it four times a year, and we pair it with wine. So we get an outside um vendor that comes in that's licensed to actually provide the alcohol for us. We do not have a liquor license. And so we do, of course, all the food and it's a it's a five star, you know, um, fine dining experience. And that's super fun. And then we pair each course with wine. And so that's a really popular thing we do, too. And it sells out quickly.
0: That sounds really awesome. I'm going to definitely have to check that out. So Nikki, what advice do you have for other up-and-coming entrepreneurs? What should they need to know before launching their own business? Like what are some insider, uh, I don't know if you know, you want to say secrets or tools or resources you would provide them?
1: I would definitely say figure out how very early on like Rachel Rogers, that was what I got from her, is to systematize your genius. So Rachel Rogers says systematize your genius. So that's the first thing, figure out how to take all these wonderful things that are in your head and create systems around them. Because if you really wanna build and grow your business, you have to be able to remove yourself from some of the things that give other people that work. Also, you really have to make sure you have a firm financial footing. So making sure that your accounting systems are together, you have strong bookkeeping, and then really build a team around you that is going to believe in your brand and be there to support you. And speaking of brand, the other last tip I will give is make sure that you create a brand and you help people understand your why. Because people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And that's one of the things I have learned also, too, through this journey. And so if you can really create a brand that speaks to the heart of people, they will buy into it and they will support you. And you only need a few loyal supporters. People always feel like, um, well, everybody's my customer. No, they're not. Figure out who your customer is, hone in on that avatar of who they are, and focus on those people because those people will take you to the next level. You don't need everybody.
0: You know, I love that advice. So, you know, Nikki, with my business, you know, I'm in the DE&I field. And one of the things, you know, people will talk to me about my competition. And I always say that I don't have competition. I welcome competition because it just makes me stronger. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. One of the things that I say is that everybody can have their own pie course I say pie because why I'm in the baking business but everybody can have their own pie you don't have to share your pie and so there is enough demand and people out there that you can create and enjoy your own pie we have been taught Oh, get a slice of the American pie. I don't want a slice. I want my whole pie that I can enjoy to myself. And guess what? There is enough for all of us to have our own pie. We don't even have to share it. And we all still can be successful. So I think looking at things, not from a law of scarcity, but a law of infinity, that you have infinite resources, you have infinite demand, and it's available to all of us, not just to some of us.
0: I love that. So you know, Nikki. Nikki, as I'm listening to you, I feel like I'm like in a class on entrepreneurialism. With him, any thoughts of writing a book about your journey?
1: Yes. Oh my goodness, I would love to write a book. Actually, I am going to write a book. Not, I would love to. That is something that is on my list. So I have a vision board, which many people probably do, and I've had this on my vision board, believe it or not, for at least the last ten years, and it says number one uh, New York Times bestselling author, Nikki Thompson-Fraser. So I have that on there because I do have plans to write a book. I do public speaking as well because I love sharing my story and talking to people and encouraging people to do what they love and figuring out not only do what they love, but how to do it well. And so I love encouraging and coaching new businesses to be the best that they can be.
0: Oh, my gosh, I love it. So, you know, Nikki, I know we're getting ready to wrap up our time here, but I'm curious, is your is one of the goals to uh, see your daughters take over the business someday?
1: I would love for my daughters to take over the business someday, but I do want them to, that to be their decision. I don't want to force it upon them. So... If they don't, uh, of course, I might be a little sad. I mean, I think that's normal for parents, but at the same time, I will accept that because I really want them to forge their own path in this world, and if it's not to take on this business and I'll understand that, but I would love to do that. I want to create multi-generational wealth for my family. And so I I tell to people, other entrepreneurs about that. Like how do you not just create wealth but multi-generational wealth? And then how do you also use that wealth to empower your community? So we get back at least five percent of our revenue back into the community in different forms. Because I truly believe that it's important as small business owners to help um, build our economic arm in our community.
0: I love that. So I have one more question for you, my friend. What is the one piece of advice you would give 20-year-old Nikki? What have you learned along the way and wish you could have shared with your 20-year-old younger self?
1: Oh, God. I would tell my younger self to give yourself grace and that, Continue to keep the faith because your hard work will pay off. So I think sometimes we have to give ourselves grace because we beat ourselves up, especially someone like me that is a recovering perfectionist, because you think, oh, my gosh, I have to do all these different things. And then if it doesn't come out exactly right, then we get frustrated with ourselves. We have to re- realize that there is learning and mistakes. There's learning and failure. Um, there's learning and all of that. And then the other thing to that is to continue to keep the faith, because if you stay consistent, you will see your goals come true. And there were times where I got frustrated, right? It's normal. And I think I would just tell myself, don't sweat it. It's coming, girl. Just keep pushing.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah, I would. I agree. I would probably tell myself, To just chill out, you know, and uh, there's that saying, you know, where you just let God and let it be, you know, and try not, you know, we really have no control over anything, right, that we just Mm -hmm. have to to believe in faith and believe in what we're doing is going to happen. So, okay, Nikki, I want to thank you again for joining me on today's podcast. I have truly enjoyed our conversation and I learned so much and hope that we see you back again sometime soon.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Most certainly. Well, my friends, unfortunately our time together is coming to an end. You can stay connected with us by liking our Facebook page and following us on Instagram where you'll see Nikki's really cool picture in her chef uh, outfit. You can also head on over to realtalkmi.com to learn how you can connect with us, stay informed and how to catch up on past episodes. Remember, no matter where life's journey takes you, It's always a great time to grab a cup of coffee, maybe some hot tea, or a glass of wine, along with a great group of friends, and let's keep talking.